Jackals. We back. We took a week off. I almost said a year off. That's it was just a week. When it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year, you just take it off. Seriously. Especially being back at being back at school again, it already feels like I've been in school for like three years. So it's always it's always something at the end of the year. Yeah. You had a much better week than me. I did. I got a Jaguars Hall of Fame game and I, I got to go. It was really fun. Zach, I didn't Zach. go I didn't go for the game at all. I left at halftime. <laughs> it was not a good um, game. I watched the, oh, whole, it was whole, the whole it thing. Was horrible. It was horrible. Horrible. So bad. I watched uh, we, we'll get to uh, we'll get to more. There was a delay. Stupid delay. <laughs> um, I just wanted football, damn it. Yeah. But um Tony Baselli, first Jaguar ever in the hall. Um so I I had to do it. Uh it was awesome. We'll we'll talk about it later. All righty. So we're the guys in room 619. We're here to talk fantasy football and betting and daily fantasy. Cannot hold oh, for daily go. fantasy. It is. I love Dynasty so much. Don't get me wrong. But like DFS, DFS especially like Sunday morning. Like honestly, so we were talking about mountain time zone and why it's the best for football. And I get that because 11 a.m. football is dope. But I kind of would be like stressed to like get my lineup ready, to be honest. Like I would kind of. No, I would. I would well. I I'm up early all the time, so that kind of doesn't matter to me. Yeah, um, all I need is the inactives, and then I'm usually solid right after that. No, I feel you. Um, but yeah, I just I I love the Sunday tinker. I can't wait for DFS. But anyway, um, you know we're here to talk sports, and we don't really care. We're having fun, and you know we say what we think. Um, so let's get going. We're gonna do two divisions: Ooh, AFC East. Stop you real quick. AFC West, sorry. And, and did, you, did you see my cool teal Jaguars helmet I bought at the Hall of Fame? Oh, I see it now. It's fancy. Yeah, isn't that thing sweet? I know. Fancy. All right, go ahead. All right, but anyway, yeah, we're talking AFC West, our last AFC division, best division of football, and then NFC East. Um, but anyway, um, we figured we'll start with Zach with Hall of Fame stuff because, obviously, that's pretty – I've never been to a Hall of Fame game. I've never been to the Hall of Fame, so just let them rip. We want to hear – what did you like? What did you maybe not like? And what was like maybe something that surprised you? Like, let it rip. Okay. Uh, first, first things first. Um, they announced the package to like gets you into the game, uh, the enshrinement, and like the two like pregame festivities or whatever. It mm-hmm. was like six hundred bucks, way pricey. But I was like, you know, I can't miss this. Like once in a lifetime opportunity stuff, you know. So I did it. Um, don't buy any of their bullshit packages. <clears throat> it was such a waste of money. So yeah. many people there just bought tickets to the game and the enshrinement on their own for like dirt cheap. Um, mm. So that's your word of the wise. If you're going to Hall of Fame weekend, just buy shit yourself. Um, the game itself was boring. Like I didn't expect it to be exciting. So, I mean, that's fine. Uh, the one thing I like actually paid attention to was uh, Trayvon Walker. And I mean, he sure looked the part. I mean, I know it's preseason week one, but like, I don't know what else he could have done. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. Right. And so I can't wait to see that keep rolling, see where that goes. Um, Friday, 
went to the Hall of Fame itself. I met a couple other Jags fans when I got there and I ended up hanging out with them all weekend. Um, <clears throat> it took us three hours to get through the hall. It was yeah. so cool. Um, I mean, if you love the game of football like we do, it, it's, I mean, it, it was just so cool. That's it. I, they did such a cool job of paying, like giving you the history of football, but also mm. like, really paying homage to what's happening right now in the league. That's and cool. I, I really appreciated that. Was there stuff uh, where like every team, so like every fan would go there and at least be like, oh, okay, you know, I, I get that. Like I know you sent me some yeah. Bears stuff, of course. But totally. Bears are obviously like super historical, so MBD. Uh, every team represented. Um, I mean, there's just so much stuff. Every Super Bowl ring is there. I got to stand like right next to the this year's Lombardi is in there. Like, you know, that's the next cool. one that's given out. Um, mm-hmm. They had this like theater experience thing that was like a movie theater almost. I mean, it was way smaller, but it was a giant screen. And it like did like almost like a hard knock style kind of like training camp uh, montage. I don't know, maybe five or ten minutes. And then, and then the whole theater like spun around and 180. And on the other big screen was like an NFL films, like 10 minute super, this past Super Bowl film. Yeah. Like (laughs) chills. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like we left there and then I looked at the one guy, I was like, I'm fucking jacked for football. (laughs) Like it was. (laughs) <laughs> exactly like getting all the mic'd up and like the, the you know the music and the 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 narrator and mm-hmm. just so loud and just in your face that i'm just like hell yes um that louisville slugger museum has a little bit like that like a like a movie theater kind of experience but i bet it's so much cooler just being nfl just because like it's just such a more intense sport right and, and plus like we just like we we, we, we grew up Baseball number one fans, but it's so clearly football. It's not. Oh, it's not even anymore. close. <laughs> um, I know. I could, I could speak for you on that one. I didn't have to ask. Yeah, um, um, that's cool, dude. The it's just I was blown away by the hall. To be honest, I was like expecting it to be fine, like, but like I left and I was like, damn, that was that was really awesome. Like, would you go again? Yes. Okay. Um, I would go to the hall again. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't just check that have out. any interest in going to the game if the Jags aren't playing or I don't know about probably not enshrinement unless there was a Jaguar going in. Yeah. Because even enshrinement like wasn't like the most crazy atmosphere. The place was like half full. But I mean, wrong. when he come. <laughs> he was. Uh, watching Tony Baselli's speech was really like it was really emotional. It was really cool. Um, yeah, he's a good guy. There's a moment I'll never forget. Like when he yelled Duval and we yelled it back. Fuck yes. Um, So, yeah, it was a great weekend. Um, If someone on your team's going in the hall, highly recommend it because, like I said, just to like take the weekend to just be all about football as as we're getting close to the season and like nerd out. Right. Such a cool ramp up. Um, yeah, the Bears were in the Hall of Fame game a few years recently. I can't remember. It was two, three, something like that. And that, I didn't even think about it, but that would have been cool. But also, no Bears are going into the Hall. I think the double 
you know, was cool. Having right. Vaselli, the first ever, and then also Jags playing. And you didn't get yeah. to see Larry play, but you got to see him stand there and look majestic. So looks cool. yeah, just beautiful as fuck. I know. Impress yeah. Chris Sims. He could be like a you can't be like give me a couple inches. I mean, just a little bit. <laughs> um did you did you listen to Chris Sims talk about like his reason he switched over on his opinion. I mean, of course I did. The one thing that did make me laugh, like he's like, dude, have you ever seen his neck? <laughs> Chris Sims. He's like, he's got a huge neck. He's like, this guy's like to KO spikes of quarterbacks. He does have a pretty dang big neck. That's funny. I just like that. He didn't even play a game. It was just throwing practice. I'm like, like okay. his reasoning, I get, I get his reasoning because he's saying like the consist the a lot of scouts would say last year when Larry would warm up, you would see ten throws and seven different mechanics come out. And Chris Sims said warming up for that game, it was ten throws, one mechanic, and he said the mm-hmm. ball was coming. Even Larry has said that he he feels his arm is stronger. He worked um, in the lab. He went definitely worked in the lab. So, I mean, I get what Chris Sims is saying about all that, but to com- completely 180 your tune on a player because of that is without funny. any gameplay is funny, right? All yeah. right, that's funny. Okay, moving on. All right, Sax Man. All right, <laughs> um, but yeah, what are you gonna do? Talking media heads, they're gonna gas bags, gonna gas bag. So, we got two gas divisions, bag, gonna gas bag. One's the best division of football, AFC West. One is a dumpster fire that we will see in prime time <laughs> at least every year, like uh, twice a month. So just accept so, that. So where do, we, where do we want to start? Um, let's just do the, uh, the NFC East. Yeah, let's, let's take our medicine. Right. <laughs> All right. That was 100% what I was thinking. Like, I was just like, I cannot wait to talk to AFC West. I have like, there's like a couple of players I really like AFC East, NFC East, but for the most part, that division's hot garbage. All right, so we're gonna start with the highest finishers that might surprise. So basically, like my sleeper, which I know is a boring term, but like what it is, what it is. Um, it, these are players that you know win drafts, right? I'll say it's when important you, because finding a guy who outperforms his draft by a lot is is great. All right, so we're going with Miles Sanders. Um, obviously, running back depth is huge, and kind of the strategy I've been doing in redrafts and best balls is loading up on wide receiver early and then kind of getting, like, I don't know. I don't want to call it zero RB because I do like – it's probably more anchor RB. I like taking an RB early, and then I like just peltering and just taking a bunch of running backs that, like, mm, you never know. Right. Um, <clears throat> Miles Sanders, he's RB 27 in ADP. He's going 7-12, so, you know, we're talking – Maybe flex spot. Usually your RB three, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're not, I mean, it could be RB two, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, elite yards per carry, top fifteen each of his three years. So like when he gets touches, he produces. Um, historically unlucky TD luck. Historically unlucky. Yes. Um, especially for Fuck a team you, who Boston scores. Scott. Especially for a team that scores as many rushing TDs as Phillies did. They were first in the NFL. And Whoa. He got zero. Yeah, first in the NFL, he got That's zero. Wild. Like, he could easily score six or seven, and that wouldn't even be, like, random. That would just be like, yeah, that right. makes sense. Like, he got a ton of in the, inside the 10-yard carries. He just didn't, you know, produce as well as he could have done. It's like, you know, Michael, Mike Clay has that um, 
OTD, like that expected, you know, um, touchdowns based on your usage and stuff. He's like, he yeah. should have scored over five touchdowns last, last year. He just, you know, it just happened how it happened. So um, I think the offense is going to be a lot better, more on that later. And um, I, did, I think RB27, I think that's like his floor. Like, I think he's like, if he was RB30 and you took him at RB27, you'd be fine. But if he was like RB18, like you wouldn't be shocked. That's like a couple extra touchdowns. And all of a sudden, that's a solid RB2. That you're yeah. Getting um, where he's going, I think that's a really good point about being his floor. I mean, you're talking, yeah, 30th. I mean, shit. I mean, I don't have the list of like last year who finished 30th, but yeah, I can't imagine it's super impressive. No, yeah, it's just, I mean, that, and you need RB depth because they always get banged up. So, right. And he's still, he's still at the top of his depth chart, regardless. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly, if you look at the guys behind him, like, I think Kenneth Gadewell is a good player, but he's also like 175 pounds. Like, right. He's getting some hype, and I like, I like him too, but he'll never be more than just a like Naheem Hines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something like that. But he, but he has a running quarterback that doesn't dump off. That's that's the difference there. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I think he's a good player and I think RB twenty seven, like 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 I said, I think that's more of his floor and that's what you're kinda looking for. You're looking for guys that could beat that that draft slot. And if you do that consistently, you're gonna be in good shape. Um, my next one is a little spicy. You ready for um, this? Um well hold on. I Mine, mine would be Jahan Dotson. I don't know what his draft is. He's draft. late. His ADP is, but yeah, that's I who picked, I, mine would be in this division. Easy. I almost picked him for the late best ball pick. I'll look that up right now. But why do you like Dotson? Because I like Dotson too. Um. Well, I mean, I, uh, he was one of my picks in my props. Um. I just I loved him in college. I love. He he can run routes. He can. He's got great yak. He's got great catch radius. Um, I really I really like how sometimes you and I think about the game where like we piece together puzzles um, mm-hmm. and try and project forward. Where like I say, hey Carson Wentz is is pretty damn inaccurate, and then I look at some guy they brought in who has way above average skills at catch radius. And I say, Whoa, this guy might be able to buy himself a handful, handful of receptions. Uh, someone else might not have. So he's QB friendly. Right. So that, I mean, that's why I like him. And that's, I, yeah, you I ready think for he's this? going to way outperform whatever you're about to tell me. Wide receiver. What? Take a guess. This is a half joke, but also half not 69. I knew you were going to say 69. I knew you were. And I was like, damn it, he's going to get lucky. It's 63. <laughs> <laughs> because he's as going... soon as I was I was about to blurt it out, and then I was, I was like, you know, that's actually probably pretty close. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, wide receiver 63. So a total dart throw again, depth piece. Hey, it happens. It doesn't. You never you never know. But, I mean, I agree. Um, I think he's a great late best ball um, right. option. He wasn't he, my pick, but I think he's a very good one. If he finishes the season as a wide receiver three or four, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Um, but his teammate is who I'm picking for uh, the lowest finish in the Matt Surprise, and it's Terry McLaurin. <laughs> um, he's going wide receiver 18, which isn't ridiculous. Pick 404. That's where I think he's going this. Yeah. I like the player a lot. I think he's very good when I watch him play. Um, he's one of my draft misses that I should have. I liked him, but I just was like, ah, Washington, blah, blah, blah. Should have trusted mm-hmm. his talent. He's never been top 20 wide receiver for one reason or another. 
I mean, tell me QB yeah. play, tell me injuries, whatever. End of the day, three years. It still hasn't happened. Yeah. So you can keep drafting that early. I'm going to take guys like Hollywood Brown, Brees Ooh, Hall, yeah. Deontay, okay. Lamar, yeah. Cooks, Bateman, yeah. not to mention guys like a little bit like Mooney and Amon Ron St. Brown. Like you can take that guy and hope that he puts it together and stays healthy and once is the best QB ever. Well, QB that he's had ever. <laughs> and um, you know what I mean? Like you yeah, can hope I know. that the stars align. And maybe you're right. I just at that price, I would I would look elsewhere. That's what I'm saying. I I like uh, the- I would say I agree. I mean, if you you are having to project a lot into scary Terry to get him into top into his draft range. And every guy you named around him is a safer play. And like, so it's too early to be taking that kind of gambles. Yeah. I mean, this is drafting him at his ceiling, which we've talked about with like ETN. You are Mm -hmm. drafting at his ceiling right now. So if you are just be willing to have egg on your face about it. Right. Um, Think about like, Logan Thomas hurt last year. Curtis Samuel hurt all year last year. Now the yep. add in Dotson too. And maybe you're like, those two guys are going to get hurt again. And Dotson's a rookie. Okay. But you still got McKissick there. Like, Well, you talk about drafting guys at their ceiling. Other guys, people are drafting at their ceiling are, and there's much better argument behind those guys. No, I'm much with much more substantial reasoning. Yeah. So, I, like I said, I think we we're both on the same page where he's a good player. It's just too too rich for our blood. I think that's more a better. This was a hard one to come up with, like, an actual elite guy that I didn't like. I, the most of the elite guys in this division, I guess I could have gone, like, Zeke, spoiler alert. But um, he's not going crazy high anymore. He's actually going at a reasonable price if you like Zeke still. So, uh-huh. um, speaking of. Backup running back I want to have, in quotation marks. Tony Pollard, baby. Um, Ain't no backup. Yeah, he's RB26, so going one spot in front of Miles Sanders. Literally 7-11, one spot in front of him. Um, so it's been – I ran into this position a lot in best ball drafts where I'm like, shit. Because <laughs> I really like both. Um, I got him in the yards per best ball. Yeah, I Pollard, really like yeah. Um, here's my hot take. He's outscoring Zeke this year. Oh, that's a big one. I know. I said it back in like January, kind of shooting the shit with my boy Ross. And then he's like, I'm like, you know what? I traded for him in my two primary leagues that I have that I didn't have him in. I was like, I'm buying. So, yeah, there you go. A, Let's I, go. I gave up a 22, like 204, kind of early ish second and a future third in both leagues. I got the same deal for him. I'm happy with it. I know he's like 25. People are like, by the time Zeke's done, he's gonna be Pollard's gonna be done too. Not if it happens this year. Like you watch Zeke the last two years. Everyone wants to say last year was hurt. It's the last two years he hasn't been right. Good. Like and you also know, you, you sold him right at the perfect time, right after his first not Zeke year. Yeah, correct. Not, not this offseason, the previous one. Because he was already approaching his his cliff age, like and, he's and had I saw so much work. Right, so and I work. saw one season where he clearly started to struggle with the workload and the injuries and not it happened to line up with my team needing to blow up well i mean i could have pushed it another year or two i really mm-hmm. could have but 100%. i think i'm better off for blowing it when i did that's what she right. said 
Hey, oh, hey. But yeah, so he's so much more explosive than Zeke at this point in their careers. Um, he's a weapon in the passing game, like straight up, like they're talking about put him in the slot and stuff like that. Like, I think you're going to see plays where him and Zeke both out there because think about the Cowboys weapons. You got CD. Mm -hmm. And then you got like a bunch of guys you're hoping for. Don't show He's not hoping he's so good. You got your RBs and Zeke and Pollard. And then you got like Tolbert. James Washington's hurt. I see they're getting banged up at receiver. Like we're talking like guys like something Houston. I know I added him a couple dynasty leagues. Just like maybe something happens there. I don't right. know. You know, yeah, what I mean? think I just picked up Simi Fihoko the other day because if if you know it doesn't show in camp, I'll just cut his ass. But like, yeah, that's where we're at. Like so, it's, <laughs> I mean, I really think they like, and I love CD to death. We both do. CD is amazing. He's not explosive though. Like that's not his no. Game. He's like a four or five five guy. Like Ballard is legit game-changing explosive and so i think they're going to try to find ways to get in the ball much like an etn so um i like i like Pollard a lot um and yeah i think he's a standalone flex value i think if he's your rb3 that's awesome you can play him flex a lot like a cream hunt and then it's yeah banged up for a week or two or you know is really ineffective like maybe that i don't think zeke's ever going to go away but like Pollard could easily in my opinion outscore him because i just think he's going to He's going to hit home runs where Zeke's going to hit singles. I think um, that Kareem Hunt comparison is good. I like that. All right. That's all I got for that. All right. <clears throat> Late best ball guy. Like I said, Dotson, he was on my list. I went with that boy, mostly so I could throw some shade. I went with Wondell <laughs> Robinson, um, short all game. Right. Love, love him to death. Wide receiver 74. Wow. Well, 11 wide receivers later than Dotson. 14-12. So three, four, oh, three and a half rounds later than Dotson. Um, that was the big All right. Value. You ready for a prediction? Uh, he is going to be a garbage time hero this year. Oh, I can see that. I can yeah. see that. Definitely. <laughs> like four or five catches in the fourth quarter for 40 yards. <laughs> yep. Let's go. Like, Let's, like oh. sign. I already know it. Like week. Nine and on, we're gonna be hammering the shit out of him in DFS. I'm already That's calling. That's exactly what I say. Bare minimum pricing. <laughs> he'll get his nine points. That's your three times up. Go spend up. You sit there and up. like he's got like two catches for 13 yards into the third, and you're like, you're the fucking worst. I hate you. And then all of a sudden, he ends the game with six for 79 and a touchdown. You're like, okay. <laughs> um. But yeah. Day two capital is like what you want with wide receivers. Like that's running backs. It doesn't really matter. But wide receivers, yeah. you want day one, day two capital. Like the, the statistics are wild. And it is. I, I remember seeing that. Um, I don't remember exactly when, but yeah, I was extremely shocked by that. Um, And he was picked 43. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. Top 50 on top of that is special. All right. Um, and this is a new coaching staff. I'll say this is clearly a guy Dable loves, so clearly he's going to get featured. So everyone, you know, he was electric in the SEC. I know he went to Kentucky. I always mix Mm -hmm. up Memphis, but anyway, went to Kentucky. I mean, I don't blame you. Their states border each other, and they're both blue and white. I I know, man. Um, But, yeah, just get him the ball and let it happen. We've been talking about this. I'm clearly a fan of somebody that get him the ball in space and make it happen. I think that's where the NFL is going because tackling isn't what it used to be. Um, if you watched Hard Knocks, you heard Man Campbell going on 
about how pursuit and tackle. And he's like, we can't get good at tackling if we don't practice it. And the NFL doesn't practice it anymore because of the players union. That's what they fought for. And that's what they got is limited pads, limited, yeah. limited days and pads. Anyway, I don't Speaking trust of it, I need to, I need to watch that this year. Oh, it's so good. Uh, we oh, I already the- saw the, I already saw the clips and I was like, yeah, I'm in. Oh my god, it's so good. I'm all I'm all in. Um, I'll be live tweeting it. I loved it. Who was it last um, year? It was um um. Oh, uh, Cleveland was a couple years ago. Was it the Cardinals? I don't think so because Cardinals are this way this year. Uh, in the live season, Colts are live season. Um, God, you Google it while why? Okay. All right. I don't trust Tony. I don't think he's any good. Um, I think he's like doesn't care about football, and I think that he gets banged up, and I think he's just like he's like Devin Hester. Like, like I love Devin Hester, but like I think he's just oh, like, it's the Cowboys because Cowboy. Aiden, Aiden Diggs. And I remember the remember the drone shot that was sick. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, right, good call, good call, good call. And yeah, that was a good one. I did like that one, but this one looks better than and than maybe any hard knocks I've ever seen. Um, I barely trust Galladay, and that's only because his ADP is so <laughs> fucking low that like he could he scored like fourteen touchdowns one year, so like clearly he can be that guy. Um, and then honestly, I went back and forth with someone about Saquon. Um, I miss me with Saquon, Saquon too. Like this is a new really? coaching staff. They're not committed to him. People are like, would you be surprised if Saquon was RB1? Yeah, I would be surprised. Are you kidding me? Okay, that is I I I really I got, like, like him. I got like I, nine guys I like better than him this year. I just traded for him in in a dynasty um because I needed another running back and I had ammo. I was like, fuck it, let's get Saquon. Uh, I was willing to gamble on you know him being healthy and it's it's rare in the league now to have have a guy in, in a backfield who is dominated that much. So you know, dominate the touches. So I was like, yeah, let's give it a let's give it a whirl. Um, I'm excited to see him this year, but I yeah, even I think now see if he finishes and RB one, yeah, that's different. If they said, would you surprise to be top twelve at his position? I would be like, absolutely not. I would say he's top five. No, I would not be surprised if he's top five. But number one, miss me. Damn it! I was gonna say I would say his ceiling to me is probably top five. Like maybe if everything goes right. Like yeah. But you're happy if he's an RB one. Am I wrong? Yeah, for what what I did to get him in my league, absolutely. Yeah. Right. So that was just my thing. I just feel like people are assuming that he's getting like his rookie usage, right? Literally, like he like he was like Najee rookie usage. Right, or like CMC shit. That rarely happens. And, like, he's a home run hitter, 100%. But, like, he's just like, all right, we're going under the weeds. We don't need to talk about Saquon. But, anyway, um, I just – I don't think he's going to catch as much as they think. I think it's a new offense. They didn't use running backs in Buffalo. Not saying they're not going to use them here. I'm just saying, like, Dabble has shown, like, he doesn't have to be relying on running backs. I would rather trust – the quick motion offense stuff that he likes and getting D- Jones on the move and everything like that. I know and that anyway. people, people think um, Kadarius Tony's already dead, but like you can't deny the athleticism and with a coach like Dable, I think w- with him and Robinson, he's going to have a lot of fun scheming those guys up. So I don't think it is going to be all Saquon show. Like, like people we're think. definitely, yeah. we're just not in St. Patriots giants. Cause I don't like Tony. I, I think he's like, 
he's like an and one player out there. Like he's just like people say that about Garrett Wilson. No, Tony's the and one player. He's literally just out <laughs> I don't... There trying to break people's ankles. He never broke out until he had Kyle Pitts, demigod, opening up everything for him. Like I just think I know he had some insane games. We also had like 14, 15 targets to get those insane games. Um and I don't think that's gonna happen in this offense. I'm not saying I think he's gonna be great. I'm just saying with like you cannot deny his pure athleticism. So with that combined with them having Wandale, I think Dable's gonna have a lot of fun scheming with the two of them. Um Can you deny so his rap? Can you deny his rap skills? I can't attest to them, so but I'm gonna deny them yes. <laughs> I'm gonna deny them on principle. Yeah, athletes shouldn't be rappers, rappers shouldn't be athletes. Yeah, and so uh <laughs> Oh man, you got me sidetracked there. No, but you're, I get what you're saying. That so, like, they I have I'm, a lot of options and they so can I'm be a, really creative. And I'm agreeing with you in the sense that I don't think it's just like, hey, let's just fucking force feed Saquon every time. I agree there too. Um, plus because if you if you add in any dimes either, like I just don't yeah, know what happens no. at all. No. Besides, so David, I'll, I, I I'll say literally the only piece I'm interested this year is Saquon. Um. And I and think Wanda. his ADP is fair. Like, what? You? Would, I said, and Wandale. Well, I do like Wandale. I'm just. I know. It, I don't know. It's so late. Like, who? Like, can you really, right. really argue? Like, no, I don't think he's gonna be wide receiver seventy four. I think he's gonna be wide receiver eighty four. Like, <laughs> he's gonna, gonna be fifty six. Like, who gives a sh- like? I mean, at that point, like, it's all yeah. it's all outside. You know, it's like, yeah, if he's wide receiver one hundred and twelve, I won't consider this a failure of a pick. Like right. it's all upside at this point. You're just trying to hope, but I get what you're saying. I think I do think, especially in in dynasty, this is like a, a rare buy low opportunity on a on a guy of his caliber. Yeah. All right. Favorite dynasty player. Speaking of dynasty, um, Zach, you want to take a guess from this division? I don't think it's very hard to guess. Oh, CD mixtape lamb. Oh, I guess so. it was hard to guess. That's not my guy. <laughs> it was the guy that we were just defending, AJ Brown, baby. Oh my God! You know that's my believe, guy. No, I can't. <laughs> I hundred percent right over my head because CD hit me first. And I love CD. I do. I do. I had him wide receiver one when everyone else wanted to have Judy. Miss me with that again. More on him later. <laughs> um, AJB though, that's my guy. Um, so I was just looking through the stats because I know he's like crazy efficient. And, like, he just never really had the targets, whatever, because that offense and a little bit him with injury, which I think is fair. He's been banged up. Um, 15 out of 35 games, he scored over 20 points when he's played at least 60% of the snaps, which for a wide receiver of his caliber, like 60%, most of the times he's, like, close to 90 or plus. You know what I mean? It's it's essentially just saying, like, except for the games, he went out there and sprained his ankle in the first quarter. Basically, so 15 out of 35. So we're talking, you know, about half. He's going over 20. Like, if you get 20 from a wide receiver, like, that's a game winning week. You know what right. I mean? Like, that's what you're looking for, right? Right. Um, He's never had 107 targets in a season. Wow. Uh, for comparison, Mooney had, I think, 140 last year. He was on pace this year, but still, it didn't happen. Um, um anyway, we were talking we were talking about some AJB in, in our yards per um group chat and I one thing I said about him was I really like that he has 
proven production in a in a crap situation for a wide receiver. He's so the like, poster boy for talent over situation. Right. So the fact that people say, oh, he's moving to the Eagles and he's got Jalen Hurts, I'm like, well, that doesn't mean shit to me because he's already proven that despite having an average to above average at best quarterback, he can still eat. The dude's just Tannehill a straight sucks. dog. Tannehill sucks. Let's just be honest. Yeah, right. And like when he's clicking, when every when that offense is clicking perfectly, he's like above average at best. And I think AJB yeah. made that offense. Everyone wants Agreed. to credit Henry. Wide receivers are the ones that are dictating turns more than running backs. A hundred percent. It's that's what uh, they're it's twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um, but he's arguably the most efficient wide receiver the last three years. Uber talented. Google him shirtless and tell me that's not Adonis disease. <laughs> like. Get the like. How is he the same species as me? Um, He's not dual sport athlete. He got drafted in the majors coming out of high school, even though everyone knew he was going to play football. That was his first love. Um, he just got paid, and they gave him a first round pick. Like gave up a first round pick to get him. Yeah. Um, I I just don't know how you don't think that he's gonna have at minimum what he got target wise at Tennessee. And overall, I think the offense is just gonna be way better. The line's better than Tennessee's. At Hertz is at worst as good as Tannehill, in my opinion. With I, if I were starting a franchise, I would pick Hertz ten times out of ten. Even even if you had to win this year, like if you was just like a yes, right? Yeah. Like you, they're equally as good plus running upside, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. He's got Devontae Smith and Goddard, like a like quality guys around him. Um, and so I guess you could say like. Maybe he's not going to get fed, but I still think like AJB compared to Devonta Smith or Goddard, like it's not close. Like AJB, if he's not getting over twenty five percent of the targets, like they're doing something wrong. I'll say you're doing it wrong. Um, yeah, his talent, his talent pops every single time he's on the field. It's it's undeniable. It's my insane. Last comment, my last comment was: watch defenders trying to tackle him. Yeah. I can I can just think of this touchdown hand against the Colts where he's like it was like not even a deep cross it was like a shallow cross and he just like stiff arms some guy and then some other guy has the angle and he just like bodies him and then just runs the rest, the rest of the way down the yep. sideline because he's just more he's oh an alpha. I already know exactly yeah it was like way long yeah I already know yeah, he's he's just a fucking alpha and I've talked about it I'll sign up about it I've talked about it on the on on here before I I just call it the AJ Brown over. And they do it like a yard or two past the sticks. They send him up right past the sticks. Then literally just run him straight across the field. Just put the ball in his hands. That's it. He's bigger. I mean, he's he's big. He's a he's bigger than a lot of running backs. <laughs> like he's legit yeah. 230. Like everyone wants to talk about how huge DK is. And I feel like people don't talk about how huge HB is when they're like basically the same body type. Yeah. Um, wow. yeah, I think this is gonna be his best year. I bought him in my dynasty league. That is my home league that I'm most proud of. That I probably will write an article about at some point because I'm just you so should. with it. But um, yeah, AJB, I love you to death. Wide receiver one season. Oh, I said it. Oh, oh. Let's go. Uh oh. All right. Now let's Sound get to the division. <laughs> Double hot okay. take in that division. I've got. Okay, there's two ways to look at the AFC West for me, right? Okay, let me hear it. The first one is 
you know, we could sit here and talk all goddamn night about this. Yeah. The second is rip up your fucking notes. Who knows what's about to happen? <laughs> Buckle up. Like, have you ever? I I know this is like a spur of the moment question that like is really hard to answer spur of the moment. But can you ever remember a division that like literally, if any team won it, you would be like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. No, because the closest are some of these NFC West ones we've seen recently. Or like the NFC East ones that blow. I was just about these to say These ones are that. all going to be good. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah, Derek no. Carr being the worst QB in the division? That's trash. He'd be the best QB either one of us has ever had. Like, I know Fields and Larry are growing, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, either one of us would be like, that's our GOAT. <laughs> Derek Carr would be the greatest quarterback in Jaguars franchise history. Yeah, the Bears too, and we've been around since like 1900. God damn it! <laughs> I mean, it's he's a really good player. Speaking of Derek Carr, yeah, that is my highest finisher. That will surprise, and he's going pretty high. But I love me some Derek Carr. So QB 13, but he's people are waiting in one QB round nine, pick 11. So you can literally line up your whole offense and a bench. Ooh. And then grab Derek Carr. Okay, I like that thought. Um, that's what I'm thinking. That's a cool plan uh, uh, for redraft because you're right. I mean, in a one QB, it's obviously not as important. So if you can if you can hit your entire roster or starting roster and then peg in him, yeah, I'm I'd be down for that. Yeah. So um, he was QB 13 last year. Um, since last year, he's added uh, Devonte Adams. Hashtag good at football. Heard That's of him. Yeah. In football. Uh, Waller was hurt half the year in Gimpy when he was in there. Hmm. He didn't have Josh McDaniels, who is widely considered one of the best offensive coordinators and has like succeeded in many different types of schemes. Right. Um, and he's going to play a gauntlet in the AFC. Obviously, Chargers, Chiefs, um, Broncos, twice. So that's six of the games. Um the rest of the AFC is a juggernaut. Like, I just feel like he's going to pass all day long. I know he doesn't run, and that's a huge thing. He's not going to run at all. But, like, no. he was until, I think, like, week 12 or something like that. Like, it was two-thirds through the season. He was leading the AFC, leading the NFL in passing yards. And then he only wow, had, really? like, yeah, and he only had, like, for the whole season, like, 23 passing touchdowns. Wow. Like, you would think, right, just, like, the way that would add up. He probably got unlucky a little bit. Um but, yeah, so Brady and Dak are going 20 picks earlier than him. Um, I just feel like he's right there. Like, I think he's a back-end QB1, so maybe he finishes, like, QB11 or QB12, and so, like, oh, is that a big difference between QB13? Not really. But the fact that where he's going, I think it, it's just so clutch for how he can set up the rest of your team. Right, because instead of taking Dak 20 picks earlier, maybe you lock up your – Wide receiver three. Or I'm talking – this is going to be like wide receiver four. Maybe your tight end or maybe your wide running back three. Like we're talking bench spots before you pick Garrett Carr. Yeah, so like maybe – yeah, you're just adding all this depth into your squad and rather than sacrificing potential – yeah, and if you're right, the difference – what right. people would say, the difference isn't that much. Exactly, so fucking wait. <laughs> yeah, so grab, grab an actual wide receiver or an actual running back that you could – freaking play and like kill it with that make a difference between like it, let's just say bum. like tony pollard and uh 
Darrell Williams. Like, I don't know. I just made some shit up, but like, yeah. Yeah. I totally just think like the, where, where he's going makes it so clutch. And then I like, you're never going to be disappointed in him. You know what I mean? Like, I just think like, right. Like you're going for like, you can get Lockett in the, in the um, ninth round. And then like a round earlier is like, I'm trying to look at someone on the fly. So this is hard. Like Brandon Ayuk. So like yeah. that could be the difference, and like I know a lot of people are really in on Ayuk this year or something like that. But um, anyway, I just I love him. I think he's gonna kill it. I think he'll absolutely be a QB one, and you got nothing to worry about. You can set the rest of your team very, very exactly how you want to. Lowest finisher mentioned this already. Uh, Jerry Judy, wide receiver, wide receiver twenty three, pick four oh seven. That's insane. So remember, he's going, ahead, he's going ahead of Sutton, isn't he? Oh, oh no, I don't think. Okay, it's good. Happen. Okay, but remember, good. Um, do you remember? Um, uh, what's his face? Um, McLaurin is going early fourth, four oh four. So barely even in front of him. It's just ridiculous. Um, I just don't think he's ever been that guy, and I don't think he's ever going to be that guy. I think he's. I think he's just super overrated. I think so too. I mean, he. It's clearly, I mean, Bama's offense is clearly going to make whoever shine, especially when you're, you know, have premier talent at quarterback like they have the last, you know, handful of years. All right. So I looked it up. So I got distracted there. Um, Sutton's going 10 picks earlier. Wide receiver. Okay, good. 16. So but anyway, um, that was one of my points. I think Sutton, I just put the greater than sign a bunch of times afterwards. <laughs> like <laughs> way better. I think she's just like flat out better. I don't like, get hype around Judy. I get he's fast. I get he he can break ankles, but again, it was kind of like the rugs thing. Like he killed it against like scrub competition at Alabama. You should dominate at Alabama versus anybody. Jerry you- Judy is like one of those like workout warriors where he puts the clips on, you know, his feet like go bingo. And then great in shorts. Right. And then then you get him on the field and I get it. They've had shit for quarterbacks, but when your game and your your game is built around route running and separation, that should be helping your shitty quarterback. So, like, we should have seen some of it. I think, like, more by now. One, two things. One, it's like that X-ray where you have the dog in it. He does not have that dog in <laughs> no, it. No, he has gator arms. He doesn't want that <laughs> contact. He doesn't win contested catches. Anyway. No. So Sutton versus Judy, right? Both have been done with shitty quarterbacks, right? Both neither one of them had a good one until now. So obviously with Sutton's injury, their games are and he has an extra year, the games are a little bit off. But anyway, 26 games for Judy. He's had over 12 points of PPR five times. Five times in PPR. Full PPR for a like that's his game. Shit like that's his that's game. Funny. He should catch a bunch of passes, right? Five <laughs> out of 26. We're talking less than 20%. Okay? Wow. So he's, like, killing you most weeks. And 12's not, you know, in a good bar at all. Like, that's weak shit. No, right. And For where you're getting drafted at. For the last three years, Sutton has 30 games eligible. He's done it 11 times. So despite only four more games, he's done it six more times. Yeah, so clearly, he we're talking, like, over a third of the time versus – under a fifth of the time. So like right. and like a lot of those games were over 20 where Judy almost was never over 20. But it's just like 
I just I just don't get the hype. I don't get how people are like, oh, I don't know, Judy or something. I'm like, how do you not know? No, like one of these dudes, his knack in his his NFL career so far has been been able to go up and make make a play on a defender. And, and like, the other one can't shake one. It's just I feel like people just want him to be really good. And so they're just hoping that he is. And I just yeah. don't think he is. Um, but anyway, that's my lowest one. The other one I considered was Keenan Allen, wide receiver 13, round 305. I like Keenan Allen a lot. I think he's really good. I just think he's overvalued. And like mm-hmm. I maybe I'm wrong because like I've known like a bunch like Devontae Adams and like both and Justin Jefferson, I think another wide receiver too, all had him as like top three in the NFL right now. Um, but I just feel like wide receiver 13 is aggressive. That's just a hard position to get that high up. And like I get Herbert and everything. Um, I just at that spot, I'm not looking at Allen. Um, he's he's old. Uh he's right. never been a, he's never been a step like he's never been an athletic guy. So like him losing a step is huge. Um right. his game has always been like shifty route running and just being all reliable and volume. I think I keep doing that. Yeah, and volume was his biggest thing is he'd go out there and oh Keenan Allen got sixteen targets again. Like Yeah. So gosh. I mean I just I don't know. Uh I I did I went Judy, I think that's a better pick, but Allen also just kind of worries me. Um I don't think he'll lose because you pick him. I just feel like you might look back like shit, I took Allen when I could have gotten blah blah blah. You know what I mean? No, I I'm with you. Backup RB I want. This was a hard one. I went with Isaiah Spiller. Um, RB 40, pick 1302. So going hella late. He fits my strategy in best ball, especially, but just in redraft, I'm going to be drafting a bunch of running backs that, like, if something happens, they're going to kill it and they could be elite. Right. Um, 13th round. So you're talking deep bench. Um, he had great production at in the SEC, over 1K yards every year. Um, he can catch. Uh, he's got elite upside if Eckler were to miss or if they're trying to change his role and keep him preserved because he got banged up last year. And like he, I think Eckler is 26 or 27. So again, they could be looking to trying to, you know, keep him preserved and everything. And I think it was like a, I think they took Spiller because it was like, why is this guy still here? You know, yes. the Chargers. And so like they, like I feel like, he could easily be someone that they're looking to kind of, you know, lessen the load on Eckler because they know how important it is and they're trying to win a Super Bowl this year. Right, and they're going to need him down the stretch. Yeah. Um, I think – The only reason he my, felt – he had, he had really poor athletic testing score. Yeah, he like look, he was combine was awful. Right, and he, he played in the SEC and he didn't look unathletic. I don't think he Right, so it's like, yeah, for me, on a player like that, like I'll trust the film. Yeah, our um our friend Adam took him in the one pick one twelve, so obviously he was the winner, uh, won our belt. Um, and honestly, I wouldn't have taken that early, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it was a bad pick. Like I think you know, especially dynasty wise, like right, you know, he's just trusting that's a good player. I want good players, so I think he's a good player. So you can't go wrong taking good players. Um, late Thanks, best John Madden, great players make great players. Great. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Tough acting, ten acting. Um, Gerald Everett, late basketball player. Tight end, 17. So easily long, late, late pick. 13.03 pick. So one pick after uh, after uh, Isaiah Spiller. It's kind of crazy for teammates. 
Um, elite opportunity, right? Like oh, it's absolutely. Especially if I'm someone thinking that I think Keenan Allen maybe takes a step step back, like maybe it's Everett that kind of grabs some of those underneath, you know, throws, safety blanket throws. You know what I mean? The one thing um, I'll say about him, and I could be wrong. Hold on, start talking. I'm gonna look. Something. All right, but yeah. So um, the reason why I like him, one, you're talking tight end seventeen, like you're just going dart throws. But last year, seven out of fifteen games over ten points, which I know I criticized Judy for not scoring over twelve. But one, he did over 10, 7 out of 15. And then it's a tight end, not a wide receiver. Right. And it's we're talking a, a dart throw tight end. We're talking nine, nine rounds. Yeah, nine rounds later. Mm-hmm. And he's scoring like comparably. <laughs> uh, on a team where he was part of a two tight end team, you know, they used both of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I was going to say is, and I just looked it up, but I. One thing that gives me a little concern for him, and not enough to to not to think he's not a good value here, but when I think of that offense, I just I feel like I saw a lot of jump balls to Jared Cook and contested stuff to Jared Cook because he's a fucking guan at that. And I looked it up, Jared, Gerald Everett's only six three. Like athleticism yeah. is his game. So yeah. I'll be interested to see how they play that because my first thought was like, damn, they use Jared, you know, uh, Jared Cook a lot. So this mm-hmm. is going to be a home run. Well, they're going to have to figure out how to use him because you can't just plug and play throwing jump balls to the back, back of the end zone with Gerald Everett. Like that's, I mean, that's going to be Mike Williams, obviously, but right. Yeah. It's not low a total key. plug and play how C- Cook got used. Low key, uh, Chargers, if there's NFL pickup team, wouldn't it be bad? You got Herbert, like 6'6". Six, six. You got Allen, 6'2". Yeah. Williams, I think 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, you know, Everett, 6'3". Interesting. Um, Atlanta wins that game, though. Their team is oh. huge. Yeah. And um, I bet you um, Felipe Franks is real big, too. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. Desmond uh, Ritter, <laughs> elite athlete. No way. Right. He, I bet he could easily, like, windmill dunk on pitches. You got Drake London and Pitts. Uh, Cordero Patterson, Ryan Edwards is 6'3. Um, Auden Tate is 6'5. Dude, like, I bet you Cordero Patterson could fucking ball. I mean, now he's like 31. I bet he's like, yeah, nasty. You know what I mean? He, um, he would be the he would be like the AI out there, just yeah, making you don't people want, look stupid. You don't want that smoke. No. All right, last one. Favorite, um, dynasty player. I'm gonna give you a second chance, Zach. I'm putting you on the spot again. Who's my favorite dynasty player? It should be obvious. Oh, Javante. Oh, I'm in close. <laughs> I couldn't wait to talk about him. Um, I love Javante Williams. Um, took him. I literally picked him over Javante or not Najee last year. I don't give a shit. He's better. Um, missed me with Najee. Fade of the year. Um, the one week, the one week he got over sixty percent of the snaps. He was RB one in the season of the of the week. RB one. 30 points. Like, and give him good. a freaking ball, man. It was legit 50-50 snap. Like, literally, they had the same number of touches, him and Mel Gordon last year. In a That's shitty wild. RB17. If this shifts to even close to 65-35, which I know I've already talked about this, they signed him, like, in the 11th hour almost. You know what I mean? Like, they gave him a $2.5 million one-year deal, Mel Gordon. Like, this is a hundred percent a luxury pick that they brought him in. Um, I think it's Javante, new staff. 
offense should be way better. He scored 22 TDs his last year in college, um, so he's an absolute TD threat. Um, uh, we've and, got a real, real passing game to open up a box. Um, and did you see the news today about Mel Gordon? No. Did not practice because of a foot injury. Uh-oh. I don't wish for injury, but I do wish for Mel, uh, for Javante Williams to get a lot of touches. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm an asshole. I'll accept it. I know. Straight up, even if both are healthy, I think it's absolutely foolish not to feature Javante Williams. Like, he's just a really, really good player, and he's shown – Give him a chance, and he will dominate. Watch him versus Chiefs. Watch him versus that. You're not wrong. Like he is just a beast. Um, but yeah, I, I love Javante. Um, I know Feed the man. He's very polarized. People are very, very either hot or cold on him. Um, I'm looking forward to being right and watching everyone else try to fix their takes later on. Ooh. He's a guan. Uh oh. Speaking of guans, we got a Little League World Series. I'm going to find, the, I'm find remember the name. When, remember when that was a thing, Little League yeah. World Series? It was Oklahoma and I think West Texas. Definitely Oklahoma. Um, and then like West or East something. Um, but anyway, so it was a really cool clip. Um, I saw it um, getting going around the other day. Um, so kid is lined up in righty. He's at the bat. Domed. Right in the head, fastball, right to the head, which I know they're little league, so it's not like it's 95 or anything. But still, if you've ever played baseball and like just playing catch and a ball bounces and hits you in the knee, like that shit hurts so bad. Um, to take one in the dome that's like actually from a good like player who's throwing like at least 60 plus, I can't even imagine how much that would hurt. Isaiah Jarvis Isaiah was Jarvis. the batter. Yeah, you're the man, Isaiah. So anyway, he takes it to the dome. He's down for a while. He's kind of riling in pain. Gets up, runs the first, blah, blah, blah. He's sitting there chilling, and the camera's just on him, right? And then all of a sudden, he does the time, 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 and he walks over to the pitcher's mound, and the pitcher is just like, you could tell he feels horrible. Oh, right? yeah. He's so sad. It's like, you just feel for that kid in that moment. It's right. Like he so wasn't bad. trying to do that. The ball got away from him. It was right-handed right handed. The ball just got away and drifted up and in. And he's like literally like shaking. He's so sad. And the kid like taps him on the shoulder, and that doesn't the, the the batter taps the pitcher on the shoulder, and that's not really helping. And so then the batter gives him a hug, and then like the coach comes out for the pitcher. He's like, it's all right, it's all right. And he just feels so bad for the pitcher, who clearly is like human awful. But like, how great in the moment, like his head has to be throbbing. Oh right, like because that was kind of under the helmet. It looked it. It was like it almost like it caught the lip of the helmet perfectly, where it knocked it off. But I'm still sure it like ricocheted and hit him and hurt pretty damn bad. Like I'm not discounting. Any, I think he right. might have gotten a little lucky with how it hit, but it still probably hurt really damn bad. In the moment, to be like instead of upset or whatever, he's going out there trying to help out another kid and just right. trying to up his spirit. An opponent in the middle of the game. It's not like after the game. He's like, hey, it's all good. I understand. No, right in the moment. He's trying to help like, the kid He's out. like, yo, I get it. Like, it's okay. Like, Right. All Guan. Good. You are Guan. What's his name again? Isaiah Jarvis. Isaiah Jarvis. Friend of the pod. Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis. We <laughs> love you. <laughs> uh, you're, you're cool. Buy my book. If you stop by my classroom, I'll give you some candy. 
yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to buy Dennis's book. <laughs>